Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, May 15, 2021, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I am so excited, as always, to be with you and to have the opportunity to share the message of empowerment with people around the world. We recently celebrated, excuse me, a decade of empowerment, uh, 10 years of this podcast and platform that has reached so many people around the world from Asia to Japan to Spain and so many different places in between that have been impacted and this podcast has resonated with them. And so I'm so excited that you would take the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join us here for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I want to pause for a moment and I want to say hello to my Apple Podcast family. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life and your schedule to join us here for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. We're working on some new things for Apple Podcasts, and I'm really excited about it. We're going to be producing some exclusive content for that platform. So if you happen to listen to us on Apple, I hope that you'll stay tuned because we're working on some great things in the days to come. I also would like to take a moment and say hello to my Stitcher family, thank you so much to those of you that listen to the podcast on that platform. And then I want to turn my attention to those of you that listen on Spotify. Spotify has been amazing, um, and we continue to see some amazing growth through the Spotify podcast platform. So thank you to all of you that listen there, also you that listen on Google Podcasts, And, of course, one of my favorite platforms, iHeartRadio. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. And, of course, our newest distribution channels of Amazon Music and Audible. So, literally, you can listen to this podcast everywhere, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you download them. I thank you for taking the time to be with me today. You know, the Jamel Sanders Show is so much more than a show. It's a platform that we have created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through compelling stories and captivating guests, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so I thank you for taking time out of your life and schedule to be with us here for this show. I would love to connect with you beyond the show. I'm all about doing life with you. And so please connect with us. You can reach out at www.jamelsanders.com, and you can find out more about me and the work that I'm doing around the world. You can also uh, find the link to signing up for my empowerment newsletter 
that goes out around the world. I believe it will be a great resource that will help you uh, to live up to your full potential. So sign up for that. You can also, while you're there, uh, find the link to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. And, of course, while you're on the site, I encourage you to peruse and find out a little more about my organization, Jamel Sanders International, that was started more than a decade ago with the purpose of helping individuals to fulfill purpose, maximize potential, and make a global impact through capacity-building systems and programs. And so JSI essentially exists to provide solutions to global problems, and we do that by helping to develop consulted by leaders and government in different places so that we can be the change agents that we need to see in the world. So find out more about me and the programs and the work that I'm doing right there on JamelSanders.com. And also, if you're on Clubhouse, definitely connect with me there. I believe the handle is Jamel Sanders. I would love to connect with you. Clubhouse is an amazing platform, and so many great things are happening there. So definitely connect with us. Find out more about the work we're doing around the world. I would encourage you to also find out more about my books there and um, the services and the different things that we have to offer. Our book club is currently in the middle of reading uh, one of Trent Shelton's um, books as our newest book club selection, and I would encourage you to be a part of the Jamel Book Club. Uh, The book club is absolutely amazing. It is um, something that has been in the works for years, and we took a break, and people began to say to me, when are you going to bring this book club back? Because you always share such great resources that help us in the fulfillment of our purpose and realization of our potential. And so we're bringing the book club back, and our new selection is straight up, honest, unfiltered, as real as I can put it, advice for life's biggest challenges by none other than Mr. Trent Shelton. Now, let me give you a word of caution. You're not going to be able to read this book in one setting. I'm an avid reader. I can read a book in a day or two, but it's very lengthy, and I would encourage you to take your time because I consider this book straight up a success system. In other words, it's not just reading chapters, but there's literally um, all kinds of exercises in the book that reinforce the course content. And I believe that it's going to help you in a tremendous way. You're going to have aha moments. You're going to have breakthrough moments. You're going to have moments of awareness and illumination as you're reading the book. So definitely get a copy. It is straight up, honest, unfiltered, as real as I can put it, advice for life's biggest challenges. And we're going to come back in a few months, and we're going to have a great powerful, robust conversation around this book. So I hope you'll get a copy and that you'll share it with a friend. I also encourage you to check out my books. Um, My two latest releases are book number eight, Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference. I wrote this book because every keynote I have ever given I have mentioned identity and taking your personal power back. And what I've learned is that no matter how much time I'm giving given at a keynote, I never have enough time to delve into this whole concept of owning your personal power. And so I wanted to write a book around identity. I didn't see a lot of material, and a lot of the material wasn't necessarily resonating with what I wanted to communicate. And so I wrote this book, Significance, 
to help you to do the inner work to, first of all, reaching a place of wholeness and freedom in your life so that you can ultimately own your personal power and show up as the person of significance that you were created to be. I believe that in every human being there's a gaping hole and there is an unrelenting desire for a life of significance. Most people don't know how to articulate it. They don't know how to put it into language or expression, but we're all looking for significance. And I wrote this book to show you how I've done my own work to getting to a place of identity and power and understanding who I am and who I was created to be. So I hope you'll get a copy. You can get it from Amazon, uh, Kindle, Nook. Most booksellers have access to significance. I know it's going to help you in a tremendous way. And then my newest, well, not newest, but latest release is Honor, the Law That Governs Greatness. I believe that there is a journey from potential to power. There is a journey from potential to prophetic fulfillment. And what is that journey? It is a journey called prophetic development. And so I wrote this book because I have seen a lot in the last three decades around leadership. I've seen some great things. I've seen some horrible things. And in in the mix of that, I've written this book to give us some insight, strategies, and tactics on how to shift leadership in the 21st century. I believe that we are on the precipice of the greatest revolution of leadership that the world has ever seen. As somebody that has had the privilege of speaking with leaders in government and industry and all over the world, I believe that this is a prime opportunity to be positioned as a change agent and a playmaker in this new world of leadership. And so I wrote this book because I'm tired of seeing success without successors. I'm tired of seeing leaders without legacy. I'm tired of seeing power without posterity. And so it's time for us to develop new models of leadership And the thing that is going to help us do it is mastery of the law of honor. It's a law that revolutionized my life and the way that I lead, and I believe it's going to do the same thing for you. I've heard some incredible stories already of how this has shifted people's paradigms around leadership and redefined how they lead. And that was ultimately the intention of the book, that it would redefine and raise the standard of how we view leadership. So you can get a copy of Honor. Go to jamelsanders.com. It's available through Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most booksellers have access to this book. I know it's going to resonate with you in a tremendous way. And then I have one more ask of you today. If you have gotten any value out of the Jamel Sanders podcast, whether you listen on Apple or Stitcher or Google or Spotify or iHeartRadio or Amazon or Audible, I want you to do me a favor and I want you to write a review about the podcast. It's a very small ask. I want you to just share a couple of brief insights about how the podcast has impacted your life, what value you've gotten out of it, and what value you believe it could bring to somebody else. So if you would do that for me, it would be a tremendous help in helping us to continue to grow the platform and to expose more people to this method of empowerment. So thank you in advance for your help with that. I want to take a very quick break and dive into this brand-new series. We'll be right back.
You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Welcome back to the show. So we're talking about my brand new series today, and this series is entitled Growing Pains, The Cost of Change. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to be having a very in-depth conversation on the pain that is necessary to produce progress and change in our lives and ultimately that empowers us to reach our greatest potential. And so I'm going to try to keep this to a four part series, but it may be longer because there's just so much to this. And as I talk with people, and even as I'm in the middle of some shifts and transitions in my own life, I believe that this is such an important topic that so many of us can relate to, and I believe it's the thing that is holding so many people back in their lives right now. And so I want you to just listen attentively. I want you to have your notepad or your journal or your notes app open and just get some insights that I believe can help you on your journey to change and embracing the person you were created and destined to be. And so the first pillar that we're going to deal with in this series on growing pains is dilemma. What do I mean by dilemma? First of all, one of the ways that we know that change needs to happen in our lives is there becomes this frustration with where we are and the mundane and the ordinary and the monotonous, repetitious cycle that is taking place in our lives. And so a lot of people will begin to say things like, there must be more, I'm frustrated, I can't pinpoint what it is, but there's an inner Um, dissatisfaction with where they are in their lives and this awareness that something needs to change, even if we can't articulate it, even if we can't properly put it into words, there's something internally that is telling us that a change or a shift or a pivot needs to happen in our lives. And so I want to deal with this first pillar of dilemma for a while because I don't know about you, but I know personally Anytime there's a shift or a major upgrade that is taking place in my life, I find myself in this place of dilemma. And the place of dilemma is what I call that war zone between where you are and where you truly want to be in your life. It is this middle ground that is one of the most frustrating places that you can ever be at in your life because You know what is possible, but you also know that there is a price that you're going to have to pay to make progress and to embrace a new possibility in your life. But the problem is that often we don't know everything that is entailed in that process. And so the anxiety of everything that's going to go into producing that change in our lives is the very thing that paralyzes most people and prevents them from going forward. How do you know you're wrestling with this? Because you said you were going to accomplish a goal in 2015, and it's 2021, and the same goal is on your list 
But instead of being able to smile and say, I've made progress on this goal, you begin to frown and look sad because you have not even taken an action on that goal in your life. This is how you know you're in a dilemma because if this was important to you, you would execute and not make the excuses. If this was important to you, you would not just set the intention, but you would implement the strategy and the plan that would cause that thing to become a reality in your life. And so when I find myself in that middle ground or that place of where I am, where I want to be, but not really making progress, that's when I have to step back and begin to evaluate things that I really want in my life. And I think this is where we're going to really spend some time today because I hear so many people say this, even leaders, I want to change this, I want to do this, I want to be here, I see myself on this stage in this platform making this impact in the world. And so the question that I begin to ask those individuals is, okay, you see that, but what steps are you taking right now that's going to bring you from where you are to where you want to be in your life? And what do most people tell me when I ask them that question? I don't know. While that may be good in the initial formation phases of change or growth or development in your life, you can't continue to say you don't know. At some point, you have to take the necessary steps to begin to move you from where you are to where you want to be. The reality is that even if you don't know all of the steps that you can take. There is some action you can take in the direction of your dream. And so I believe it was Martin Luther King that said, you don't have to see the entire staircase to take the first step. And so what step do you need to take right now that's going to move you out of this place of what I call just in between to a place of action and intentionality to make that thing that you're desiring to see move from a hope in your heart to a manifestation in your life. This is the dilemma that so many people are in in their lives. They want change, but they are not willing to put in the work that it's going to take for change to happen in their lives. You don't just wake up one day and become successful. You don't just wake up one day and become influential in the world. If you want to be a person of influence and substance in the world, you have to, first of all, become a person person of action. We have a lot of people that preach a lot of things that they never practice. They give messages on things that they never model with their lives. And so as leaders, as people of influence and significance in the world, we have to move from simply affirmation and declaration to action and demonstration. And so you have to begin to deal with this dilemma in your life, and you have to ask yourself this very important question, what do I really want? What I've discovered over the years is that most people are very skilled at articulating what they don't want. They're very skilled at articulating what's not working in their lives. They're very skilled at articulating what is frustrating or irritating them about their lives. But the thing that I've discovered over the years is that most people struggle with the ability to properly define and articulate what it is that they want. And what I have discovered over the years is that if you cannot articulate what you want, you will continue to attract what you don't want into your life. Write that down. 
If you cannot articulate and define and articulate what you want, you will continue to attract more of what you don't want into your life. And so what's happening is that people are getting excited about positive thinking and affirmation and live your best life and all of these little great messages, but the reality of it is that if you're going to really live your best life, you're going to have to first of all get clear about what it is that you really want. And so this is where a lot of people, when it comes to mentorship and advising from me, this is where I find the place of contention with so many leaders and people because I began to ask them this very important question, and that question is, what do you really want? And they'll begin to articulate to me they want to be a person of power, they want to be a person of influence, they want to serve the world and contribute to the world through X, Y, and Z. I say, great. That's what you really want. And so what happens next is I begin to help them devise what I call a life strategy or a life plan around what they say they want. And then I begin to break this life plan down into increments where in intervals where at certain checkpoints they should have done A, B, C. And then those same people come back to me with what is supposed to be a progress report or an update on the progress that they've made. And I find that 90% of the people never started anything that we discussed or wrote down in that plan. And then I began to sit down with the person and I say, what is really going on? And many of them will give me a very puzzled or baffled look they will look at me with this look of ambiguity as if they don't understand what I'm saying, and so I will begin to say it again. Okay, we established that this is what you wanted. You have not taken any action on what you said you want. So what is it that's really the thing that's going on with you? And what we discover is that we want a lot of things in desire, but we don't want that thing in discipline. Write it down. We want a lot of things in desire, but we don't want a lot of things in discipline. As somebody that has developed and helped to train leaders around the world, one of the biggest pain points for me in training and developing leaders has been in this area because many people desire to do great things. They desire to have great influence and great impact in the world. But when it comes down to the discipline that it's going to take to move them from where they are to where they want to be, this is where I find the dilemma comes in with most people because everybody wants change in their lives, but nobody wants to make the commitments that will produce change in their lives. Write that down. Everybody wants to see change happen. We make slogans. We build political machines and campaigns around change, but at the end of the day, nobody wants to make the commitments to see change happen and manifest in their lives. 
And so I believe that the great dilemma that is going on in so many people's lives is that they can never move this thing from a desire in their heart to an actual discipline in their lives to see that thing become a reality. You will never actualize anything that you have not taken action on. Write that down. You will never actualize anything that you have not taken action on. Not only that, you will never manifest what you are not moving towards. And so all of these people get all of this positive affirmation. They're going to do X, Y, and Z. They're going to change the world. They're going to impact their generation. And all of that sounds good in theory. But how can you manifest something that you're not moving towards? And so how can you realize something that you're not even reaching for? And so this is the dilemma in so many people's lives that stops them in their tracks and hinders them from being successful because we say we want something, but we're not showing it through our disciplines and our lifestyle that we really want those things. So let's delve into this a little more. This is what I discovered. When a person tells me they want X, Y, and Z, they want to accomplish X, Y, and Z, and then I see them do the complete opposite of that thing, this is what I've discovered. I've discovered that that thing was never a priority in that person's life. Many times we use words like passion, drive, ambition, and we say we want this in our lives. The reality is, is that your life is the product of your priorities. I'll say that again. Your life is the product of your priorities. So if I prioritize binge-watching Netflix for five hours or ten hours straight and I give no focus or time or energy to the thing I say I want to achieve, it becomes very apparent to me that this was never a priority in my life. If I say I want to build a successful business, but I'm at Macy's again or Nordstrom or Neiman Marcus, and I'm not putting any money away or making any decisions to help me establish this business or enterprise that I want to build, then it begins to become clear that this was never really a priority in my life. And then we begin to make all kinds of excuses. Well, this is the problem or that is the problem. The reality is is that the real issue is that that thing is just simply not a priority in our lives. And so the dilemma in our lives is to get it from simply being a desire to something that we are willing to commit and to dedicate ourselves to. Let me say this to you. You live at the level of your choices and the level of your commitments. Write that down. You live at the level of your choices and you live at the level of your commitments. And every choice is the child of a commitment that you made. Write that down. Every choice is a child of a commitment that you made. And so I can look through your life, I can look at your choices, and your choices will expose to me what the commitments are in your life. It can also expose to me the lack of commitments in your life. But at the end of the day, you live at the level of your choices and your commitments. And so the problem, the dilemma that is happening in so many people's lives is that we cannot seem to get our conduct and our confession to reach a place of congruency or alignment in our lives because we say a lot of things, but our commitments 
don't reflect what we say we're going to do. And this is what I call a divided heart or divided loyalty. And divided loyalty will destroy the seed of your potential and it will rob you of a life of greatness, success, and prosperity. And so this is the inner conflict, the inner war, the inner battle that is going on in the lives of so many people because every year we make these resolutions, which I don't believe in resolutions. If you've listened to this show over a decade, you know exactly why I don't make resolutions because people never do them. And so what happens is we get excited. December comes in, we're in that holiday spirit, we set all of these resolutions of what we're going to do in next year, and then January 1st comes in, we're committed, we're excited, we're still feeling fest. And what happens, we get to about January the 15th or so, and we say, forget it, I'm going back to da-da-da-da-da, and then we commit the next year to do these things, and we never do them. And the reality is, as we have talked about in the last series, we buy in emotionally, but we never buy in psychologically, and then we don't get the outcomes that we want to see. And so what I'm dealing with right now is that that gap between the confession and the things that we are willing to commit to in our lives. Never attach yourself to a goal that you have not first taken the time to account for. What do I mean by that? Never attach yourself to a goal that you have not first taken the time to account for. What I've seen as a leader is that people will come to me with all of these great ideas and projects. What I am gifted in is I am gifted as a person that is able to develop systems, processes, protocols, to help those things happen. And so they bring me this big idea. I deconstruct the idea, break it into chunks and digestible steps, and I literally show them how to get from A to Z to make that thing happen. What I notice is that when people begin to look over the steps and the work, no longer are they excited about the idea. In fact, most of the time they will let the idea go all together and they move on to the next thing. What happens, though, is that while we're moving from project to project and task to task, we don't realize that nothing is getting accomplished in our lives. We're starting and stopping a lot of things, but we're not having a lot of accomplishment. And the reason we're not having a lot of accomplishment is because we're not willing to commit to anything. And where there is a lack of commitment, you will always limit your capacity for growth, development, and change in your life. Write that down. Where there's a lack of commitment, you will always limit your capacity for growth, development, and change in your life. And so what we have is a generation that is romantically involved with the idea of change but unwilling to make the investments to see change happen in their lives. In other words, we look at life and lifestyles, and we aspire to have those things, but we are not willing to make the investments to get us to that point in our lives. And so the reason that so many people are in a dilemma is because they know that there's more for their lives, 
but they are not willing to move toward the more to see those things become a reality in their lives. And so this is why it's so easy for so many people to give up on their goals, to abandon their visions, to give up on their dreams because they don't want to commit themselves to doing the things that it's going to take to produce that change in their lives. And so we live in a world that is fascinated with talking about change but never becoming the agents of change in the world. When a person comes to me, and one of the first things I will always tell them when they're talking about a major life change or life shift, I always tell a person that you are the catalyst for all change in your life. In other words, change starts and stops with you. And if you are the engine that is driving all change in your life, what are you doing to ensure that you keep your uh, foot on the pedal, you don't let off the gas, and you are willing to go full throttle to see that thing manifest in your life. Because anything that you are not willing to give yourself fully to, you will fail in. Write that down. Anything that you are not willing to give yourself fully to, you will fail in. That's why we fail in relationships. That's why we fail in business. That's why we fail in our spiritual lives. That's why we fail in our leadership, because we want to give a half-hearted commitment, but we want whole prosperity results to come out of it. And you cannot put half effort in and expect whole results to manifest from half effort. And so this is the thing that has sidetracked so many people because this self-help space has notion that I can just think happy thoughts and positive vibes and I'm going to create this life of success and prosperity. The difference between me and others is that I have never been about self-help. I've been about self-empowerment. And empowerment is a message that requires you to take responsibility for your life. Because anything that you are unwilling to take responsibility for becomes the birthplace for regret in your life. Write that down. Anything that you are unwilling to take responsibility for becomes the birthplace for regret in your life. And so we have so many people in the world that are living with regret and living frustrated because they don't want to take responsibility for their lives. They want everything to happen for them, but they don't want to make anything happen. And the reality is that if it's going to be, it's up to me. It is my responsibility to be the engine and the driving force behind seeing those changes happen in my life. And so what I want you to do is to move from change being this idea in your head to an investment that you make with all of your heart that will cause you to see manifestation and breakthrough in your life. This is the great dilemma that is holding so many people back because we see what is possible, but the price to get to what is possible is the thing that we are struggling with on the inside because we don't want to pay the price for the change that we say we want to see in our lives. And so it brings me back to that initial question that I said I have asked so many people over the years, and that question is what do you really want? You see, it's easy to continue to make excuses and say I'm not here because of this or this didn't happen or this opportunity didn't emerge or this door was closed or this, but 
when we have to take responsibility for our lives, it forces us to move beyond all of the, uh, you know, the lies, all of the false narratives, all of the stories that we have told ourselves, and it forces us to come to a place of maturity and responsibility in our lives. I think Paul said it best in 1 Corinthians 13. He said that when I was a child, I thought as a child, I reasoned as a child, and I understood as a child. But when I became fully grown, or in other words, when I matured, I put away childish things. There are some things in our lives that will never move until we are willing to mature. Write that down. There are some things that will never move in our lives until we are willing to mature. And there are some things that will never unfold for us until we are willing to upgrade and to move our lives to the next level. In other words, new dimensions are not reached by dreams, but new dimensions are reached by the courage to do what others are unwilling to do. Your courage to do what others are unwilling to do is what will will produce an uncommon life for you. See, we think it's all about slogans and motivational sayings and quotes, and the reality is that a lot of this boils down to just doing the work that is necessary to move you from where you are to where you want to be. I always tell people that all change in your life is initiated by two things. It is initiated by a conversation, and it is initiated by a choice. And so that conversation can be with a mentor, a guide, a coach in your life. That conversation can be with yourself. I think one of the some of the most powerful transformations have happened for me through internal dialogue, the inner conversations that I was having with myself that determined so much of the change and the breakthroughs that I want to see. This is what I've discovered in three decades here, and it's this, is that it's the things that we are saying to ourselves and about ourselves that are constructing and determining our destiny. So many times we're looking on the outside when the real war is within. The real battle is on on the inside. It's in the realm of your belief systems and thought patterns and processes. And so a lot of times we're saying because of so-and-so, I'm not here, or because this happened in 19. you know, 93, I'm not here. But the reality is is that we're not there because we don't want to be there. Because as I have said so many times, and I've said it in this podcast today, that we are the product of our priorities and we are a manifestation of the things that we have chosen to meditate and to focus on in our lives. And so if it's not showing up in our world, it's probably a good indication that it's not something that we have deemed to be of importance in our lives. Because one thing I know to be true is that we will always, always make space for the things that we consider significant in our lives. Write that down. We will always make space for the things that we consider to be significant in our lives. And we will always, 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 always accommodate the things that have our attention. And so let's 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 look at that for a moment. 
if we will always make space for the things that we consider significant in our lives and we will always accommodate the things that have our undivided attention, the question becomes, what has your attention? What I have discovered is that many times we write goals down on paper, but we have not made those things a priority in our lives, and we haven't given our attention to them. And so guess what? We will never accommodate them in our world until we've given them our attention. Your future is born of your focus. Write that down. Your future is born of your focus. And so whatever you are focusing on is what is going to show up in your future. Your tomorrow is a manifestation of the things that you have chosen to give your focus and attention to today. So if there is something that you don't want to show up in your tomorrow, you should not be giving that thing the attention in your life today. And so I believe that the big dilemma when we talk about growing pains in our lives is that so many people are not willing to count up the cost of what it's going to take to see change happen in their lives. And then another point, most, a lot of people have not reached the breaking point because the breaking point is the catalyst for the breakthrough in your life. And until you get to the breaking point, you're never going to do the things necessary to see the breakthrough manifest in your life. In other words, there comes a point in your life where you get fed up with where you are and you do the necessary things that are going to move your life forward. Anything other than forward is a failure. Anything other than forward, because your life is always intended to move forward. Your life is always intended to be pressing. And in order to press, you have to move beyond your past into new present realities and possibilities for your life. It is impossible to press for the more and to continue to live in your yesterday. And so in order to press, there is something that I must be willing to leave behind if I want to move ahead into the destiny and the future that has been prepared for me. And so the dilemma in our lives is that decision of what do we really want. Do I really want my destiny or do I want to stay in this place of familiarity and frustration and failure and defeat in my life and continue to dream of a future that I'll never embrace because I'm not willing to dedicate myself to see that thing happen in my life. You can have the life you desire, but unless you dedicate yourself, it will remain a desire, and it will ultimately go from a desire to a deferred hope to a dead dream in your life. So I want you to understand that the life that you desire is possible but the life you desire will will require your dedication in order to see that happen. And not just your dedication, but you have to be willing to learn and to find out what you don't know so that you can get to the place that you ultimately want to be. I don't know is not a good enough answer when it comes to your destiny and future. You need to find out the things that are going to help empower you to move forward and to press into your future because the excuses we make today become the expiration of our dreams and visions tomorrow. 
and you cannot continue to put your future on hold because you are unwilling to do the work that you need to see it happen in your today. And so the dilemma that so many of us are facing in our lives is that we have to move from the possibility of change to being willing to pay the price for change so that those things can happen and become a reality in our lives. And so that brings a full circle to where we started with this lesson today. And it brings me back to this question. What do you really want? You've wasted enough days, enough years, enough seasons of your life speaking about what you don't want. But now it's time to get clear about what you want. And remember that you will accommodate what you have given your attention to. You will facilitate what you have focused on. Make sure you're focusing on the things that are going to move you forward and ultimately move you into your prophetic future because there is a price attached to seeing your prophetic promise fulfilled and manifested in your life. And the commitments you make today will determine the change that you see in your tomorrow. So commit wisely, commit fully, and commit intentionally to seeing those things happen and to becoming a reality in your life. I hope you got something out of this. Stay tuned. This is going to be a great series. Growing pains is so important to realizing your potential. Thank you for spending time with me. I'll see you again real soon for more of the Jamel Sanders Show.